Welcome to the Strong Families Podcast, where we believe that strong families connect to Jesus, connect to each other, to a faith community, and to their mission and purpose. It's Christmas time, strong families, and that means we're going backwards in the book of Matthew this week. That's right. I saved the first couple chapters for the Christmas season because I knew it was coming up. And I thought in December, it would be perfect to study the birth of Jesus and the events leading up to it. So we are starting in Matthew chapter one, going backwards. Matthew chapter one is a chapter full of Lots of crazy, big, hard names that are very difficult to pronounce. If you've ever read it, it's a lot. It talks about Jesus's family. So what are some of the stories that have come from your family? Looking back over the years, the different people, the different stories that come out. There's a couple stories in my family that really stand out in my memory that I've been hearing about since I was a little girl. One of them is the story of Uncle Gary When my mom was maybe one and a half or two, she fell into the deep end of a swimming pool. She couldn't swim. Uncle Gary was there. He saw her fall in. She started sinking to the bottom. Uncle Gary jumped in with all his clothes and he saved her. Even as an old man, my mom would walk up to Uncle Gary and she would hug him and she would thank him for saving her life. That story never died. It stayed with our family It's still here, even though Uncle Gary is gone. There's another story of my grandpa. When him and my my grandmother had their first two babies, grandpa got overwhelmed. He got scared of being a dad, and he felt like he was too young to do all this family business. They lived in Iowa. My grandpa got on a train to California and left my grandma and their first two babies. He was afraid. He went looking for work. He went to start over a new life. That's not a good hero story like Uncle Gary. That's kind of one of the darker stories. Maybe one of the ones we don't tell very often. But that's not how the story ended. Grandma was only 19. But she was strong and brave and tough. And she knew that she was not going to let her family break apart. So my grandma loaded two babies on the train by herself in a big giant trunk full of all their things. And she traveled by train for several days from Iowa all the way to California with these two babies, found grandpa and said, we're a family and I'm not letting you give up on us. (laughs) The ending is that grandma and grandpa were married for 75 years. They're both gone now, but I still have that big old trunk that she carried across the country. And when I look at it, I remember that she was so strong and it helps me remember to be strong in hard times. What are some of the stories you have in your family history? Strong families, you might have to look to your mom and dad at this point to share some of the favorite family stories that are part of your family tree. Take a moment, stop the podcast, and share what stories are in our family. Now let's go back to the family of Jesus. In Matthew 1, where it lists his family, there's a lot of people in that list that maybe shouldn't have made it. There's some dark stories, like the story of grandpa that maybe they should have been ashamed to tell, but Matthew included them anyway. There's a couple of things I want you to know about this family tree or genealogies, which it is called. That's a big word. It means all the relatives of Jesus. First of all, is that Matthew was writing to a group of Jewish people, and he did something that was really, really uncommon if you would be writing to Jewish people. Matthew included women. 
Women were not included in lists of families at that time. He also included women whose stories were a little bit, maybe the kind that you wouldn't tell. He included Tamar. He included Rahab, Ruth, uh, Uriah's ex-wife. He talked about Mary. So he definitely did something that was different. Matthew also included outcasts, people who made mistakes, people who weren't really part of what Jewish people thought was the perfect way to be a family. And this was part of Jesus's family. I also want to tell you before we look at this, that the name Jesus is the Greek form of the word Joshua. And that actually means the Lord saves or God saves. So Jesus's literal name means God saves us. The last thing that you're going to hear in the section that we read is that another name for Jesus, Emmanuel, means God with us. This is a prediction of the prophet Isaiah, that he would be called Emmanuel. That is not just God, that God came down to be with us. Why is this important? Why does it matter? Okay, so we're going to read. You have two options to read with your family tonight. One is that you could read through the entire list of all the crazy big names of all the people in Jesus's family. You can pick out, my family likes to pick out the funniest, weirdest, silliest name. Or you could pick out ones that you recognize, that you know their story and kind of talk about their story. I'm not going to read that list. I'm going to start in Matthew 1 verse 20. You can read that part with me. Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant and he was just going to divorce her quietly. Verse 20 says, but after he had planned this or considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Okay, so that's how it started. Joseph was maybe someone who... Might not have belonged in that. Joseph kind of reminds me of my grandpa. He was planning to just sort of leave Mary. And an angel came and said, hey, don't do that. So strong families, you can have fun talking about these weird names and these crazy stories with your family. You can pick one out. You can also talk about one of the questions you can talk about is why is it important that he was named God with us? Why did it matter that God was with us? And the last thing that I want your family to talk about is the fact that Jesus came through really imperfect families to bless the world. My family knows that we are not perfect. Your family probably knows that too, but that's okay. Jesus uses imperfect families to accomplish his purposes. I love it that Matthew included difficult, challenging, imperfect families, because that means that my family can be part of this story too. So that's the last question. How can your imperfect family become a part of Jesus's story? How can we be a blessing to the world, even though we are not perfect and many of our stories are not pretty? Talk with these things about your family and enjoy this start of the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. 